This is what I sound like. He just, he doesn't trust me. Is this the right pattern? Because I know the butt is for the front. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's either yeah, that it's one this... or that one. I don't honestly I think know it's what the this difference one. is. <laughs> You could also, um, no, it's like connected to wires, I think. This is great. Thank you. Well, you know, Splatoon Boy. Yeah, I made that because Christopher's room was really empty and uh, his wardens thought that um, he was psychotic because he didn't decorate his dorm room. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't remember what they were called. His warden. (laughs) Investigated your room to make sure that you were okay. <laughs> oh, RAs? Yeah. <laughs> your RAs thought you were psychotic? Because his room wasn't decorated. Oh, I don't recall that. You told me that. That's why I made that. <laughs> okay, I don't remember stuff. So. <laughs> what are these? Uh, they go into that microphone. Well, I guess they can go into this one, but my computer's not plugged into that. My computer's plugged into this. Which is plugged into this, which is how we're recording our voices. <laughs> you guys gonna be okay? Yeah. <laughs> you like, scared fix- to leave. <laughs> Hello, Christopher. Well, I figured it out. I Googled it. Look, I was right. How do I sound when I talk? See, oh, is that movable? Or would I be disrupting your perfect balance? It's movable. Would I be disrupting your life? No, just put it back when you're done. Okay. This is fine. Well, I was going to move it here so that it's more in between us and I don't have to be like in your lap talking. <laughs> Just talk louder. Hello, neighbors. Can you hear our podcast? If you can't, you should follow us on Jedi Masterclass Pod. See, Ben's quieter. That's why I put him over there. Yeah, I know. I've heard the podcast. <laughs> he does it too. Constantly. <laughs> here, we'll sit like this. That's better. Okay. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> no. Well, I can use my... Mm, but then I'm not facing the microphone. Anyways, bye. Well, you could join us if you want. You're welcome to. Are you recording in Zencaster even though there's only one of you? Yeah, because it sounds different when I record in anything else. Interesting. Yeah. Help me. Hi. Help. Wait, close the door all the way. Do I need to just sit in there and monitor? (laughs) (laughs) You could lay on that, and every time you move and it makes a noise, we'll be like, oh, that's Christopher. (laughs) Like when people are like, oh, that's my cat.
Well, that's just our our home, Christopher. See, that's Ben. Yeah, because I'm in the mic. <laughs> Whenever people don't sound good in the microphone, we tell them to eat it, and then they sound good. This episode is going to be a disaster. Let's go. We shouldn't be allowed to record next to each other. (laughs) (laughs) We need to start recording or it's going to get real hot in here. (laughs) Don't break my apartment. You know what's kind of nice about me being here before Alana? What? I got to claim this room. <laughs> <laughs> you won't want it. I, it was fine while I was in there. Oh, that's me. What are you doing? I can't see you. Ben, don't move your head. Why? Because then I'm in the picture too. This is going on Snapchat. Not Snapchat. What is this? Wait. Wait, I see. Hold on. No. I gotta get the microphone in there too. They told me I like on. This is the worst for an entire book. Okay, start us off. Go. Hey, you guys. What's that from? It feels like Patrick. Try again. Go. It's from. <sighs> oh, I should have shared it to Twitter too. And Facebook. Did you know we have a Facebook? No. We have a Facebook. I need a hair tie. You've lost your seat. your nasty feet out of my chair. Go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 
episode 15 of Jedi Masterclass. I'm Miranda, the Padawan. And I'm Ben, your Jedi Master and co-host. It sounded so good. I don't actually know, but it looked fine. (laughs) Guess what, Ben? What's up, Miranda? I can see you. (gasps) I can always see you, but... In real life. Whoa! My corporeal form. Ben sent me a Snapchat. Anyways, what are we talking about today? I'm adjusting my notes. Today we're going to be talking about the first half of The Force Awakens. You don't want to redo that. Really? I was in the process of saying your mom. (laughs) 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 And this time there's not two audios. (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about the first half of The Force Awakens, which is the third trilogy. Yay! Good job us! Woo! Do we want to talk about Obi-Wan? Mm, honestly, okay. it's old news. Well, there's no Star Wars news. There's no Star Wars news recently, <laughs> so we can just jump right into this, unless you have something that I don't know about. Uh, No, the only things really that have happened recently were... The fact that Obi-Wan Kenobi did come out, we are four episodes in currently. I personally have enjoyed it a lot. I know some people have been having mixed opinions of it, but I've enjoyed it. (laughs) This is my normal recording spot, so I'm bumping into things I'm not used to being here. Um... And then Star Wars Celebrations did happen. They did announce a lot of new shows. I know nothing. I don't know any of these new shows. (laughs) There's just a couple of new shows. Like, they announced this one called Skeleton Crew, which is supposed to be... Oh, I did read about that. Oh, yeah, because I was asking you about it. And you were like, I don't know I sent Miranda a post about it on, I think, Instagram. But apparently, I believe it's an Idris Elba film. I don't know what that... Um... Yeah, he's just, he's an actor. Okay. Uh, I need my phone. I threw it away. You should probably not do that. Well, it was distracting me. Ben threw his phone into a lake and then had no, to get a new I one. <laughs> I jumped in a lake with my phone. I just want to be farther away from this. I'm not bumping it. It feels weird to not have you like glitching and freeze every once in a while, and I have to actually make physical contact, like not contact, physical, <laughs> physical, physical eye contact with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like staring at the mic, so I don't have to look at you. <laughs> really good at forcing eye contact. Not Idris Elba. Sorry. Okay, so it's. Skeleton Crew is starring Jude Law. Oh, I've heard his name. I don't know who he is. If you saw a picture of him, you would recognize him. 
Okay. But anyways, so it's supposed to be about a bunch of kids, but it's not a kid's show is what I've heard. How interesting. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with it. Stranger Things vibes? I don't know. I haven't watched that. Mm, That's more of like a teenager show. Anyways. (laughs) And then they did announce... The sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is a... I don't know what that is. Oh, that's a video game. That's a video game. That's the only one that I know. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Fallen Order is a video game that came out a couple years ago, and they announced the follow-up to it, and that should be coming out, I believe, next year. So look forward to me being super hyped for that as well. I will not. Did they announce anything else? Uh, we're adding next year's celebration onto our tour list. Yes, we are adding the celebrations <laughs> to the next year's tour list. Catch us in London. I don't know if it's London. I think it's England somewhere. London, England. London, England. There's other places in England. Yeah. Are you looking it up? I was just looking to see if there was anything else I wanted to. Star Wars. Siri, here to help. Uh, I think that's all I have as far as news goes. Oh, they did announce season two of Star Wars Visions. I don't know what that is. Which is <laughs> season two of Star Wars Visions. Visions is an anime that they released. Oh, how interesting. But it's not canon. So they just kind of what? let anime people do what they wanted. And then I think the last big one that I saw was Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, which is supposed to be short stories featuring different Jedi and our favorite actor or one of our favorite actors will will be reprising his role as Qui-Gon Jinn. Yay! So. Ewan McGregor. Not Qui-Gon. That's Obi-Wan. Yeah, but uh, it was Tales of the <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> Hayden Christensen. J- CGI to be younger. I don't know what their plans are. All I know is that we get to have short story about Qui-Gon. Ben actually sits in the recording or the writing room of these shows, so he knows every detail. I'm actually George Lucas. <laughs> Good. Well, if that's all the news, you can do your recap. Tell us what's been going on in the galaxy. That's a great question, isn't it? That is a great question. (laughs) So, 
we open up this movie being told that from the remnants of the empire rose the first order. Hold on. What's this movie called? I'll move this slightly. Force Awakens. There. 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 We can stare. We can talk to the microphone. <laughs> the Force Awakens. We're giving up podcasting. We're going to be beatboxers. Is that not the opening crawl? These are just fake made up ones. How weird. Don't start talking yet. Forty two eye opening facts about Star Wars The Force Awakens. Okay. <laughs> Did you find the real one? Go for it. Leather boots, leather boots, knee high boots, and cats and boots. That's going in after May the Force be with you. <laughs> Go. All right, so. This is serious. Guys, this is the first episode of this podcast that Miranda and I have recorded together in person. We've already mentioned that we're together. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. Oh, we're together in a room and I don't have my pillow next to the microphone, so it's going to sound kind of echoey. Hello. Hello. June 2022. I'm still too close. I don't know how to fix your life. 
you could open it, it'll just be louder. It's fine. Yeah, it doesn't do that. Uh. We have to sit very precariously so that we're both at a good distance from the microphone. What about talking about this on the podcast? <laughs> this is all getting cut. You don't know. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's go. As we open this film, it lets us know right off the bat that Luke Skywalker has vanished. So our most important character in the, the original trilogy. The anyway, sorry. Keep talking. Say that again. You, you can't talk, Miranda. There's not two audios to cut anymore. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Just, no. This isn't going to work. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> no, do it. It's fine. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as this, fi- <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're only twenty minutes in. Let's go. <laughs> so as this film starts off. We're told that Luke Skywalker has vanished. So our most important character from the original trilogy, boom, gone. And that in his absence, the First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the last Jedi, has been destroyed. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. So, with the re- the support of the Republic, General Leia Organa leads the Brave Resistance. She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice in the galaxy. Leia has sent her most daring pilot on a secret mission to Jakku, where an old ally has discovered a clue to Luke's whereabouts. Yes. You ready to jump into the movie? Absolutely. As always, we start off the movie with a giant ship. And, of course, they've got to show us that it's larger than the planet behind them. Which... Due to perspective, but yes. How do you build a ship that's bigger than a planet? Where do you build the ship? It's not bigger than I think that's what they were trying to say. I think that's the... No, it's just Symbology they were trying to say. (laughs) Symbology? Except that as a word. Just let it be. We see a group of stormtroopers kind of in a horror movie style film. How do you say that? Filmed in the horror movie style. Flashing lights, angled camera, jumbly, shaky. It's all good fun. Once again, we're on another desert planet where we meet BB-8. Everybody should know who that is. Even I know who it is without watching Star Wars. He sees the stormtroopers coming down to the planet. So he runs off to his buddy, Mark Spector, who is receiving a leather sack from an old man who I think looks familiar. Christopher says that he looks familiar because he looks like Alec Guinness. But anyways, BB roll, BB, 
BB-8 rolls in and tells Mark that stormtroopers have arrived. And so they run off and they're running to get in his, what are they called? X-Wing? X-Wings. X-Wing? X-Wing. X-Wing. To try to get away, but the stormtroopers have already showed up. They're already blasting at them. They end up blasting one of his jets or whatever. And so he can't. Okay, his engine. (laughs) And so he can't fly away. So he puts the little flash drive into BB-8. And this, at this moment, was when I was like, oh, okay, this uh, definitely looks like New Hope. But you said in an earlier podcast that a lot of people said that this movie is basically just New Hope. I yeah. think there's some difference, but there's a lot of there's a there's lot, a lot of, of copy and paste. Yeah. So BB-8 rolls off to try to go get this flash drive to whoever. I'm not really sure what BB-8's goal is here. Just to get away from the First Order. Okay. Well, he's getting away. And Mark Spector ends up getting captured by stormtroopers who take him to Kylo Ren. Although nobody names him at this point. We just know that he's a bad guy. Anyways, they take him to Kylo Ren. I skipped over a part, which is a part that you think is really cool. Yeah, so during this fight scene... Hold on, let me... I'm trying to, like, be as quiet as possible while you're talking. (laughs) It's just going to be what it is. Uh, So, yeah, during this fight scene... We have Poe taking out stormtroopers while they're running into this town. And then Kylo is standing there talking to Does the stormtrooper have a specific name? Uh-huh. Kylo's standing there talking to Oh, Ky- Kylo's standing next to the old so his, his name is Fake Alec Guinness? No, so <laughs> his name is Lor Santeca, the old man. How exciting. Yeah. So he's talking to Lor Santeca and Poe's sitting there watching this conversation happened between Kylo and Lore and this whole time Kylo saying give us the map to Skywalker and Santeca is saying you aren't of the dark side the first order grew from the dark side and pretty much just telling him that there's good in him And then Kylo ignites his lightsaber and kills him. And then as he kills him, Poe shoots at Kylo. And Kylo catches the laser in the middle of the air and just like floats there like shaking, shaking. And I thought that was so this movie is I was a sophomore in high school when this movie came out. 
2015? Yep. Yeah, so I was a sophomore in high school when this movie came out. So I saw this in theaters, like day one. Uh, my friend and I, like the week before, did a whole Star Wars movie marathon. We watched <laughs> A New Hope. We did it in the same order that Miranda and I have been doing this podcast. So we watched, you know, four, five, one, two, three, and then... Her and I watched episode six at like five in the morning and then went to the theater and watched The Force Awakens. And I just remember this scene. I thought it was so cool as I'm sitting in the theater watching this new bad guy catch a laser instead of like what we usually see where they like ignite their lightsaber and deflect it into the ground or like deflect it back at them. He just catches it. And then he uses the force to stop Poe. And so Poe's like frozen there as well. And then the stormtroopers run over and like beat him up and like drag him over to him. And this whole time, this laser is just floating there. So Kylo has these stormtroopers pat him down and, because Kylo realizes that Poe has the map. So he has them search him. And then when he doesn't have it on him, he just tells them to put them on the shuttle. And then he orders all of the stormtroopers to just massacre the town. And as he's boarding the ship, he finally lets this laser go. And it just like blows up. And then he leaves. And I thought that was so cool for a villain. You had high hopes for Kylo Ren. Yeah. It definitely gave me some high hopes for Kylo. I thought that he was going to be the super cool villain. And we'll see how that goes. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about how Kylo develops as this movie continues. And while Mark. Or Poe, I guess his name is Poe. But I'm going to keep calling him Mark. <laughs> Mark Spector. Mark Spector. Miranda watched Moon Knight. Um, as he's, you know, getting in his ship and it gets blown up and then he like runs over. Um, we're also following along with a stormtrooper who seems to be hesitating a lot. Doesn't really seem to be having a lot of fun like all the other stormtroopers storm are. And then when they're ordered to kill all of the villagers, he doesn't. And Kylo Ren kind of notes him. And then we move on. <laughs> Just don't forget that stormtrooper. Yeah, he's kind of important. Just a little. I have to catch up in my notes. His name. What? Christopher's keyboard. Oh, it helps his wrist. So then we jump over into a abandoned spacecraft where we get to see this new temple raider and they're pulling pieces off of the ship and then they jump and fling themselves off and catch a rope, ride that down. Once outside, we see they take their face coverings off and it's Ray, our main character. Yay. Where were these ships from? Were these from 
these weren't from a war that we watched, right? No. So all of these spaceships and we see a lot of different things that the Empire and the Rebellion were using during their war. This is from the Battle of Jakku. Makes sense. Which, yep. Which was (laughs) the final battle between the remnants of the Empire and the Rebellion. Which took place about a year after they destroyed the final Death Star. How exciting. Yeah. Do we ever learn, like, learn about that? Watch that? Read about it? No? Okay. It happened? It happened. I don't know. (laughs) It's like a line in a history book. And then there was the Battle of Jakku. Moving on. Yeah, I'm sure (laughs) there's comics or books about the Battle of Jakku. Like, there has to be. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Um, I also noticed in the movie, every time somebody said this planet's name, every single person had a different way of pronouncing it. Or at least emphasizing it. Yeah, they definitely put emphasis on different letters. Jakku. Jakku. I can't think of any more right now, but... (laughs) Also, why does every main character in Star Wars come from a desert planet? I don't know. Seems repetitive. I mean, Leia didn't. Leia's not the main character. Even in Obi-Wan, she's still not the main character. I would hope not. I'd hope it'd be Obi-Wan. That's, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but she's she's not the main character in any movie, so she doesn't count. Yeah, I guess the main characters are Luke, Anakin, and Rey. And they're, they're all, all from desert planets. <laughs> but at least Rey's not from Tatooine. Uh, that we know of right now. She has a family that we don't know of. True. And I think I know who her dad is. Miranda has some opinions. Miranda and I were watching the beginning of this movie together just to... Because we're in the same building. Yes, as we've iterated before, we are in, we are together. Uh, I came down to visit in Seattle. But... So we were watching the beginning and Miranda kept looking at me and being like, Hey, what about this thing? <laughs> Let me ask you this question. And I would just go, Miranda, I'm not answering that. Or, hey, save that question for the podcast. I don't remember any of my questions. So, good luck to us. Okay, last question. Last question. Is Ray a slave like Anakin? No. Okay. It feels kind of like indentured servitude where they're technically getting paid, but they also can't leave. Interesting. But. Mm. I mean, I guess she does leave and she didn't. It's not like Anakin where they had to get permission or they had to buy him off. Yeah. She just leaves. Well, Ray takes all of her all of her findings and takes them to this 
pudgy monster thing and tries to sell them for rations. And he gives her what what was it? One quarter. Yeah, of one a quarter ration. ration. And it's these little like green triangles that she drops into water, powder that she puts into water and then stirs it with her finger and it turns into like this green moldy bread thing. Doesn't look good. I'd probably eat it. Mm. I mean, if I was in Ray's position, I would eat it. (laughs) But while eating her moldy bread, Ray hears a struggle going on. So she goes to check it out and it's BB-8 in a fishnet held by something on a something. Yeah, this weird looking (laughs) alien riding a weird looking horse that also looks like a robot. It does move like a robot. It kind of like waddles back and forth. Yeah. So Ray rescues BB-8 and then she goes, she tells BB-8 to, you know, go to town, go away. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. And then when she starts to walk away, he follows her. So she goes to try to sell some more stuff and BB-8 follows her and the pudgy monster guy is like, I'll give you even less than I gave you last time. But if you give me that thing, I'll give you 60. Yeah. So we do this interesting thing where we see earlier in the movie that a day's worth of work got her one quarter ration, which gave her about one meal's worth of food, which is not a lot. And then he gets offered, he offers her 60 rations, not even like quarter rations. Just dumps a whole pile of it right in front of her. For BB-8. So for basically zero work, she just got offered about a third of a year's worth of food, Mm -hmm. give or take. And for a second, she's very tempted to take it. She, like, leans in. She, like, wraps her arms around all of it. But then she, like, glances back and looks down at BB-8. And she, like, lets it go and pushes it all back. And she says, no, the droid's not for sale. And then she starts, like, she leaves... And the guy gets super mad and pulls out this like walkie-talkie and says, "Follow the girl. I want that droid." And then slams. It's just like, done window. for the day. Yeah, he slams his window closed, and there's like people in line behind her <laughs> who needed their food. <laughs> Christopher mentioned this while we were watching it. Uh, there's no real reason for her to do this for BB-8 because she just met him, and she has no loyalties to him. Yeah, like realistically, there's not any emotional attachment but it does show that like she cares about more than just herself and it shows kind of what her character is yeah and bb8's kind of childlike he's kind of kind of cute So back with the Empire, Mark is being interrogated and apparently Kylo Ren now has the ability to read people's minds with the Force. Yeah, he like does this like Force interrogation thing 
just goes into Mark's mind and suddenly knows where where he put the map to Luke. Yeah, at first he tries to just talk to him and convince Poe to tell him where the map is. And then he uses the force and Poe just kind of starts screaming at him, trying to resist, and then passes out and he like walks out of the room and tells his people that the droid is on Jakku and that it's a BB unit. Is it not normal for BB units to be white and orange? There's, I mean, it's just like any other just, droid. Like just there's, the colors. there's multiple R two units that we've seen, and they're all different colors. And hmm. I asked that because of a later scene. I probably should have waited, but oh well. Also, this scene, if they had used it, if Darth Vader could have read people's minds, then Alderaan would still be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We revisit with the stormtrooper who is struggling at the planet, the desert planet where Mark was picked up at. And he goes to and breaks out Mark because he doesn't want to be part of the what is this? The first order? Yeah, so the First okay. Order isn't the Empire. It is a remnant of the Empire that kind of came into power when the Empire fell. So this isn't a new Empire, or this isn't... This is a different form of government. <laughs> it's technically the Empire, but it's also... Like, the New Republic exists... I don't know why the resistance exists. I mean, I guess yeah. if there's a government you don't agree with, there's always a resistance. That Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I believe The Mandalorian, which is a show we haven't even gotten to yet, was made originally to explore the beginnings of the First Order. Like, watching it come into power. So the Mandalorian happens after... So, the... yeah, the Mandalorian takes place after episode six with Luke, but before this movie. Okay. So, yeah, they're starting to fill in the gaps between the two movies, which will answer a lot of questions that you have that we don't really have answers to yet. Like, how did Kylo Ren get Darth Vader's helmet? Yeah. Yes? I don't know, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> so, the stormtrooper whose name is actually FN 218. Seven. 2187. FN 2817. Nope. Two. <laughs> I'm reading it right here. <laughs> FN 2187. Yeah. He goes, breaks out Mark. They get into a TIE fighter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they jump into a TIE fighter and they rip it off of the wall and they get out. They're obviously being chased. Mark asks uh, this stormtrooper what his name is. He says, FN2187. And he goes, I'm going to call you Finn. <laughs> yeah. He goes, 
FN21. What? <laughs> and then Finn tells him, that's the only name I ever had. And Poe says, well, I'm not going to call you that. And then he kind of mutters to himself, FN, Finn. And so he says, Finn, I'm, can, I, can I call you Finn? <laughs> and Finn goes, Finn, yeah, 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 Finn, I like that. <laughs> and so we, we've officially named a stormtrooper. Yay. Adopt a stormtrooper. Bring him home. <laughs> it's like adopt a highway. <laughs> adopt a stormtrooper. Or a puppy. Yeah. So as Finn and Mark are ex- escaping, they get shot and they end up falling down onto the planet, Jakku, conveniently close to where Ray lives. But Finn wakes up and he wanders over to the ship or the spaceship, whatever it is, the flying object that they were in. The TIE fighter. Yep. He gets Mark's jacket but he can't find Mark, and then it sinks down into the ground and explodes. For some weird reason, it did not do that earlier, but whatever. It's fine. (laughs) Plot armor. He had to find it first, and then the sand was like, okay, now we can sink and take this in. (laughs) Yep. So Finn wanders around looking for water and he ends up finding the exact city or little town thing that Ray lives in. And he's drinking water out of this open bath with some giant hairless oppa. It's like a pig, boar, cow, monster. Yeah. Well, Finn looks over and he sees Ray and BB-8 and these two guys come up and start trying to fight with Ray and take BB-8 from her. So Finn starts running to go save her. And before he can get to her, she knocks out the other two guys and saves BB-8 herself. And then BB-8 sees Finn and is like, hey, that's my boss's coat. He stole my boss's coat. Where's my notes? So Ray goes after Finn to get the coat back for BB-8. But Finn tells them that Poe is dead. Mark Poe, sorry. That guy is dead. (laughs) And he's sorry. And then he tells Ray that BB-8 has the map to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and then at this point, Ray asks Finn if he's with the Resistance. And Finn lies he's like yeah yeah uh yeah yep i am yeah absolutely i'm, I'm but i didn't know this is what you guys looked like yep this is what we look like well some of us <laughs> look like this others don't Oops, i just hit the microphone <sighs> well while they're having this wonderful conversation stormtroopers show up and somebody points out the stormtroopers. <laughs> Somebody points out Finn and Ray to the stormtroopers. So we start this chase scene and things are getting blown up. They're running, ducking under all these things. Bobbing and weaving. Yep. They're going after a ship and 
Ray's like, we're going to get in that one. It's nice and shiny. And then it gets blown up. And Finn's like, what about this one? And she's like, that's garbage. Then that ship gets blown up. And then she's like, garbage will do. <laughs> and they run off and it's the Millennium Falcon. Ooh. Whoa. How the heck did Han let the Millennium Falcon go? Han has a gambling addiction. But it's the Millennium Falcon. Also, people probably just stole it, honestly. Maybe. He didn't go after it. I'm disappointed in him. So, as they get on the Millennium Falcon, Finn... Gets in the gunner seat. Ray runs and gets in the pilot seat, and she takes off and is flying. Away. Not well. Not yeah, not well. She's crashing into a lot of stuff, and the weird blob guy runs out there screaming that that's his ship. But the Tie Fighters start chasing after them, and we get this really cool dog fighting flight scene where Ray's learning how to pilot and she's kind of starting to get the hang of things and Finn's starting to learn how to use the gun a lot better and he's starting to get the hang of things and it's boosting their self-confidence a lot and Finn takes out one of the TIE fighters but then his gun gets shot and it like falls down and is locked basically pointing straight down and so he's yelling at Ray that they need cover. And so she decides the bright idea is to fly into the engine of a Star Destroyer. It's a good cover. I guess. So we get the scene where, well, we get during the scene, we have this TIE fighter flying after them. Finn's telling her she's crazy. She probably is, given the <laughs> what piloting we saw her doing. You can make it. Not even five minutes before that. But she all of a sudden turns to go out this hole in the side of the ship. And she's flying straight up and the TIE fighter following TIE fighter is following her. And then she cuts the engine and goes into this free fall. And then Poe's gun is pointed directly at the Finn's TIE gun. <laughs> so as they're falling, Finn's gun is pointed directly at the TIE fighter because it's flying down to get after them. And he shoots and blows it up. And then Ray turns on the engine and pulls off their free fall right at the last minute. And then they fly off of Jakku and they're flying in space. And they leave. Good job. They kind of congratulate each other too. They're like, oh my gosh, you're yeah, so they, awesome. Yeah, they run into like the common area. They run into the common area of the Millennium Falcon and they're saying about how both of them did so good and they're congratulating each other. And then alarms start blaring. (laughs) 
Yes. And then it jumps back to Kylo Ren, and he's being informed that the BB-8, or the BB unit, whatever it's called, had help escaping, and Kylo Ren whips out his lightsaber. It just starts going at it at a wall. Yeah, he kind of throws a little baby temper tantrum. Yep. I suddenly missed Anakin <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I was like, oof, <laughs> not a fan of Kylo. So then after he gets all of his anger out and starts after slashing the wall, he turns back to the guy and the guy's like, uh, the it had help from a girl. <laughs> and the guy, Kylo Ren's like, what girl? And I am convinced that he knows Ray somehow. I'm convinced. Just by the way, he said, what girl? Mm -hmm. Ben says no, but I... I said, uh uh-huh. He says no, but... (laughs) So back with Ray and Finn, they they found a gas leak and they're fixing that. And after they fix that, the Millennium Falcon gets pulled into another ship. And so they go and hide. And who jumps onto the ship? Han and Chewie. Woo! They come in and say, we're home, Chewie. Well, they don't say that. Han says that. Yeah, Han (laughs) looks at Chewie and he's on the Falcon. He goes, Chewie, we're home. And Miranda obviously didn't see this movie in theaters. But when I was in the theater... People just started freaking out at this scene because Han is such an iconic character. He's from the original trilogy. He's been around since basically forever. And people have been wanting him to reprise, uh, Harrison Ford to reprise his role as Han for so long that it was just so nostalgic and exciting that he finally was back. That people kind of freaked out and were excited. Well, apparently Harrison Ford was not excited about it. I learned that today. True. <laughs> Christopher was telling us about how Harrison Ford didn't really want to be in this movie. And that's why the movie ends the way that it ends. <laughs> Hopefully you've seen the movie already. <laughs> Anyways, Han knows exactly where they're hiding, so he goes and lifts up the floorboard and finds them. And he basically tells them he's going to drop them off somewhere and take the ship. And they're like, no, you can't do that because we need to get to this place. We've got important information about where Luke Skywalker is. And he's like, freezes. He's like, what? Luke Skywalker? I guess Han is also a legend to them. Yeah, so Han is a legend to both of them for different reasons. So, to Finn, Han is the legendary rebellion war hero. And to Rey, Han is this legendary smuggler, scoundrel that made the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. 
Well, 14, but then Han corrects her. Yeah, so she <laughs> says 14, and then Han corrects her and says 12. I think it's interesting that Finn knows about Han, because then that means that the whatever government, empire, order, whatever, taught him, taught him about Han. Because it sounds like he doesn't really have memories before he was a stormtrooper. Yeah. So he wouldn't have learned, or maybe he learned it there, but. Well, I'm sure they would talk about their enemy and like who they need to watch out for and the different generals. But they wouldn't refer to him as a hero. But I guess Finn hates the Stormtrooper clan. The First Order? Yeah. I don't know what to call them. Are they the Empire? (laughs) No, it's the First Order. Okay. It's literally what they're called. Okay. Okay. Read my notes.
Close that. As well as I'll hear my fridge. Oh no. So Han and Ray begin having this weird like bonding moment where they're bonding over the ship and information that they know. And while they're having this weird bonding moment, they realize that somebody is boarding the ship that the Millennium Falcon is in. So Han tells Ray and Finn to hide and that him and Chewie and for some odd reason BB-8 are going to go check out who these people are. Which, bringing BB-8 was kind of a bad idea because everybody's looking for BB-8. But whatever. So it turns out there's these bounty hunters who have come to collect Han. And while Han is trying to talk his way out of whatever the bounty hunters want, Ray and Finn are crawling underneath the floors to check out what's going on. And Ray decides that she's going to try to help. And so she starts pressing buttons and she accidentally releases these monsters that Han has on the ship into the hallways and they start eating everybody. And one of the monsters catches Finn by the leg and starts taking him with it. But Ray finds a like security camera table thing. And she, uh, she's watching the monster take Finn down the hallway and it goes through a door. And right before its arm can pull Finn through the door, Ray shuts it and it chops the arm off and saves, saves Finn. So Han, Chewie, Ray, Finn, and BB-8, the new gang, all jump on the Millennium Falcon and get the heck out of there. We finally see Palpatine's replacement, who is this giant skinny baby. And Kylo Ren and some other guy are talking with him. Who's this other guy? The redhead guy? So his name is General Hux. General Hux. Well, he's also there talking to him. Who is he in relation to Kylo Ren? Why are they both there talking to this guy? So it's the same thing that kind of happens in the original trilogy where the Sith are in charge, but the First Order or the Empire, respectively, are both run mostly by regular people and they're Mm -hmm. different organizations but one is in charge of the other kind of like mostly so hux is kind of like the person in charge of the first order but he reports to snoke and kylo also reports to snoke but kylo 
it's really this weird, complicated triangle where, like, Kylo is kind of in charge of Hux, but also, like, isn't in charge of Hux. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of hard to, like, make sense. Because, like, for Darth Vader, the sickly man was in charge of Darth Vader. Yeah. So, that would make sense if they had done it like that, but, I don't know, I guess they're equals in some way. Kylo Ren and Hux. So our new villain, new head bad guy is this new guy named Snoke. And I'm not a fan of him. <laughs> I don't think he's as good of a villain as Palpatine, but I also guess we haven't really seen much of him. He just kind of sits in this chair and has a really large projection of himself. And Kylo Ren seems very obsessed in getting his approval. So that's fun. So later we see... Wait, what was this conversation about between Snoke and Kylo and Hux? That's a great question. So later we see Kylo is talking. He's kind of in his bedroom, I'm guessing, by himself. And he's talking to the burnt up, crumpled helmet of Darth Vader. And he's saying how he feels the pull from the good side, from the light side. But he's trying really hard to be part of the dark side, which feels weird to me. It feels like they were trying to make me somehow sympathetic for Kylo Ren, and I was not feeling that. So. Back with the new gang. After they get away, BB-8 shows everybody the map that he has for uh, finding Luke Skywalker. Which, I feel like BB-8 is not doing a great job at keeping this top secret information a uh, secret. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like R2-D2 at least tried to pretend like he didn't show them anything. Whereas BB-8's just like, here it is. I'll show it to you. Which is great because the villain can read minds. So people apparently don't believe in Jedi anymore. Again, who do they think ended the Empire? <laughs> Star Trek? What? No, not Star You're Trek. You're doing... I'm not doing this. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyways, who do they think ended the Empire? Okay, well... So they know that it was Luke and Han and Leia and the Rebellion. But the Jedi, ever since they were massacred during Order 66, mm -hmm. have kind of become extinct. They know that the Sith exist, though, right? Not really. 
I mean, they've seen Kylo Ren. They know, there's other the, bad... they know that the Force exists. Hmm. But... Are there people out there who are using the Force and not considered Sith or Jedi? No. No. There aren't. So they would have to know that Kylo is a Sith. I'm sure he has 100% walked into a village and frozen someone. Okay, so... (laughs) The problem is that during the Empire, the Emperor did a very good job of destroying Jedi holocrons and... What are holocrons? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We'll get into that later. Okay. When we see one. So, the Empire did a very good job of wiping out all knowledge of Jedi, like, so that no one could rise up and become a Jedi, in theory, right? You wipe out all the Jedi, and you destroy everything that teaches you how to become a Jedi. Yeah. No one's going to become a Jedi to kill you. So, they're also not going to talk about what the Sith are. But if there's rumors of Sith and Jedi, Uh people know what these are. And then Kylo Ren walks into your village and, like, force chokes someone or freezes someone. Yeah. You know he's one of the two. And he's not helping anybody. So he's obviously a Sith. (laughs) I just feel like it... People shouldn't be like... Oh, these mythical things. Or these things that are extinct. Mm -hmm. They're there. (laughs) There's at least one person who is very vocal about his force abilities. Mm -hmm. I just think it's interesting that every time Han is like, oh, Jedi are myth. (laughs) They're really not. Well... Han tells Rey in this movie that he used to think that the Jedi were just a big hoax. But that it was true and that it was all real. Yeah, and then Rey is like surprised that they're real. Mm -hmm. Am I? Yeah, and I don't understand why she's surprised. I don't understand why this is so hard to like accept for you. It just doesn't make sense. So people have a, seen Kylo Ren. Yeah. Do the thing. Yeah. So it's real. There's a really big galaxy, and there <laughs> very few people are seeing this happen. But I feel like gossip spreads fast in this galaxy. I don't. I don't think it does. I feel like it does. Okay. Anyways, they go off to, they get away from these people. They go off to this green planet and Ray's like super excited because she 
has never seen has never so seen. much green in her entire life. She didn't know there was so much green in the entire galaxy. But look at this planet. Ben doesn't believe me. I don't see it <laughs> is the problem. And this, Christopher Christopher sided with me. No, on this. this place looks like Star Wars Hogwarts. Okay. It's got the really tall, extra spiky part. It's got the medium one. It's got the whole courtyard. It's got the lake out in the distance with the mountains around it. It is Star Wars Hogwarts. Anyways, they uh, show up at this place. Han basically offers Leia a job, and she's like, really? Leia? Not Leia. <laughs> Han basically offers Rey a job, and she's really excited about it, but then she decides to not take it because she's waiting for someone. Interesting. But they head inside Hogwarts, and this lady named Maz, is that how you say it? Maz. Maz greets them, and she kind of looks like the shriveled up, young old version of Benjamin Button. That's just how I feel. They're having dinner with her, and she's talking to to Finn, and she looks into his eyes, and she says, your eyes are the eyes of a man who wants to run. And he gets very defensive about this. But then she tells him how, how to get off this planet and how to hide. And he's like, great. Ray's not happy about that. Because she thought he was going to help her find the resistance. Because she thought he was a part of the resistance. But then he confesses and tells her, I'm not. Right. I need to get out of here. She's not happy about that. But she hears... Like a little girl screaming from down these stairs. And she does the one thing you shouldn't do. And she follows the noise. Classic horror movie vibe. Yes. Right down into a little cellar where she opens up a chest. And she finds... Luke's lightsaber. Or Anakin's lightsaber. Whoever you want to call it. And when she touches it, she kind of gets thrown back into... Well, she, like, has a vision. Yeah. Is this, like, the Dark Force when Luke went into the cave? And saw Darth Vader? Is there a Dark Force in this area that's making her do this? Why would his lightsaber suddenly throw her into this vision? Hallucination? I don't... I don't know. Um... So, the lightsaber is calling out to her through the Force because it's kind of the path that the Force is guiding her down. It's pulling her to the lightsaber, and then when she touches it, she gets this vision of a lot of different things happen all at once. Yeah, she jumps from like place to place, and then she jumps from... Things that have happened and things that are going to happen and it's weird. Yeah. But as this vision kind of starts to come to an end, uh, there's this really, there's a fun little thing that happens. Fun or interesting? 
interesting. There's an interesting <laughs> thing that happens. Fun. It's a fun fact, but it's an interesting. So we hear two voices at the end of this vision. We do? Yes. I didn't hear them. So the first one we hear. So at this at the time, right? So when this movie was being filmed, Alec Guinness had already passed away. Mm. Right? So what they did is they used a clip of him talking and they like found a certain word that he said that sounded that had Ray in it. Oh. And they cut it so that Alec Guinness says Ray. Oh, interesting. So you hear Alec Guinness whisper Ray, and then as she falls out of the vision through the doorway, mm-hmm. you hear Ewan McGregor, and he says, these are your first steps. Hmm. So you hear Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor whispering to Ray through the force about how these are her first steps down the path of becoming a Jedi. Interesting. They should have just used Ewan McGregor for the entire thing. (laughs) We are big fans of prequel characters (laughs) on this podcast, if you guys have not picked up on that. Yes. But then as she falls through this doorway, Maz is there, and she's talking to her and says... Your eye, she, she's very obsessed with people's eyes and the story that their eyes are telling. Yeah. She tells Ray about how her eyes give away the fact that she already knows that there's no reason for her to go back to Jakku. Mm-hmm. That the people she's waiting for aren't coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Ma- Maz, Maz, also for anybody who's listening and hasn't seen this movie, has these like glasses on her eyes that magnify her eyes. Like they're really big. And then she takes them off and they're really tiny. So I just think it's interesting. But then she's super obsessed with people's eyes and what they tell her. Yeah. So Maz kind of tells her all about how Ray needs to go with Han and not go back to Jakku and how she needs to help the resistance and how she needs to help usher in the return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And then Ray's like starting to be convinced. And then Maz says, take the light, like grab the, uh, something along the lines of the lightsaber, take it. Mm -hmm. And Ray, it like pulls her away from this path that she was starting to go down. And she says, I'm never touching that thing again. Because it did freak her out. She saw a bunch of visions that were probably pretty scary for her. Yeah. And so she takes off and runs and Maz kind of has this shocked look on her face of like, that didn't go how I expected it to go. Yeah. (laughs) And that is where we're going to end it. That's the halfway point. Woo! (laughs) So now we can talk about our final comments and thoughts and things like that. Yes. So there's a fun fact about Finn that I wanted to share. Yes. Uh, so Finn's name, FN2187, mm-hmm. was a little Easter egg mm. because in the original trilogy, uh, in A New Hope, the cell that 
Leia was in was cell 2187. So they used, they used 2187 for Finn, which I don't think has any, like, important meaning. It was just a fun little... It was just a fun little Easter egg that they threw in there. <laughs> it was afterwards they were like, how did we pick the same exact number? <laughs> yeah, something right. Finn, um, I thought, was in Rogue One. So then I was surprised when he showed up here and I was like, oh, right. I thought that actor was in a different movie. So how do we like this compared to the other trilogies? So I'll be completely honest. I don't hate the sequel trilogy as much as a lot of other people. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely have my gripes with it, and there's things that I wish they would have done differently and they could have done better. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I, like, I'm very easily pleased when it comes to watching movies. When it comes to watching Star Wars? Just movies in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Star Wars in particular, I generally have a pretty soft spot for. So there definitely are things that I think they could have done better. I'll say this now, and I won't go into very much detail with it before Miranda sees more of it. I think that John Boyega got gypped. I think his character could have been a lot cooler. So John Boyega is the actor for Finn. Oh, okay. So Finn, as a character, in my opinion, got ruined in this trilogy. Mm -hmm. I think they could have done something a lot cooler with him. And I think that's a pretty easily accepted opinion among people in the fandom. But also, I don't hate the fact that, like, Ray is kind of a Mary Sue. Because also, Anakin and Luke were also Mary Sues. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you guys. <laughs> Luke was a little farm boy and all of a sudden he was flying and doing all this amazing stuff in the span of like no time at all. Yeah. Which is fine. Like I don't have any complaints about that, but when people are all upset that Ray has this amazing power and she's doing so great, mm-hmm. it kind of takes me by surprise a little bit because a lot of other characters in this show, like in these movies are also like that, but we don't talk about it. Yeah. I find her less annoying than Anakin or Luke were at the beginning of their movies. Right. Like they were the character that I hated the most in their movies. Mm -hmm. I don't hate Ray. I don't think she's annoying. Like they were (laughs) like, she doesn't whine as much. Like she's kind of has, yeah. There's a little bit, but there's she's... definitely problems I have with her character. Yeah, but I mean, at the she's... same time, she and I, 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 I hate to use this like argument for everything, but I feel so bad for different actors in Star Wars because they're doing their best and. They're not always given the best uh, writing yeah. and direction for their films. 
and then they get bullied for it. Yeah, that's hard. You know who is annoying? Hmm. Kylo Ren. (laughs) I'm not surprised (laughs) that you think that at all. That character gives me anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I find him very annoying and he makes me miss um, episode one Anakin. Interesting. (laughs) All right. So, as we always do with the beginning of a trilogy so far, who we got as a favorite character in the trilogy? I don't know if I have a favorite. Like, I'm not in love with any of these characters. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's like, and I don't. I also think that Han has been kind of Han was made. How do you say this? He was lessened as a character. He was, Uh they wrote him differently. Yeah. Like somehow Ray knows how to fly the millennium Falcon better than him. He seems disjointed. Yeah. So, like, I would just say everybody's on the same level right now for me. And then there's, you know, Kylo Ren is just, like, down there. (laughs) Is Kylo the new Yoda? Kind of. Yoda was actively, like, I think you're a bad person. (laughs) Uh Whereas Kylo Ren, I just think he's annoying. I mean, he's obviously a bad person because he know he has the the light is pulling towards him and he's actively choosing the dark side. Uh-huh. But he's just annoying. Uh-huh. <laughs> like Interesting. That's how I feel about him. They maybe they're on the same they're on the same level, but they're not on the same They're not in the same building. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. (laughs) Ben has no other words for me. I thought something that I kept thinking about throughout the whole time I was watching this is it's written very much like a YA novel, Mm -hmm. which I think that could contribute to why people specifically guys hate it so much is Uh because it felt like a teenage girl's YA novel and lay or Ray is very much the I'm not like other girls, like main character Uh who suddenly gets these powers. That's an interesting way to look at it. It's 90% of the books I read. So (laughs) interesting. I was like, this plot seems familiar. Plus with the whole, especially with the scene where. Finn keeps taking her hand and she's like, stop taking my hand. Yeah. Like that is a classic YA novel and YA novel trope. And then you're reading it and you're like, oh, they're going to get together. Those two are the, those two are the couples. And then, Uh but I know that Ray and Kylo Ren have some weird relationship and a love triangle is classic YA novel. So, I think the fact that it reads or yeah, it reads like a YA novel is why a lot of dudes hate it. Mm-hmm. So interesting. 
All right. So, what are your guesses for do the you, rest of this going forward? Do you want me to tell my my prediction of Ray's relations? Sure. <laughs> I think that Luke Skywalker is Ray's dad. Okay. I'm convinced. Interesting. Because her last name's Skywalker, right? I've been calling her Ray Skywalker. Uh-huh. So. So, follow-up Unless, unless. Wait. wait. <laughs> unless somehow Leia and Han have a long-lost daughter. Maybe Leia never told Han about a daughter that she gave up for adoption. Or that got stolen from her. And then her and Kylo Ren would have a weird Leia and Luke situation. And it really would be New Hope all over again. (laughs) (laughs) That's my prediction. Yes. So you thinking that Rey is a Skywalker, but that also Rey and Kylo have a relationship is mildly concerning. (laughs) Due to the fact that Kylo is Han's son. I know, that's why it would be a weird Luke and Leia situation. But even if she's Luke's daughter, that would be... Then they'd be cousins. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Well, this family's already messed up, so... Oh, dear. (laughs) All right, well, where... Where do you place this movie in a ranking with what we've seen so far? Mm, I don't know. So, like, story-wise, I don't think it's that great of a story, but I think it was interesting to watch. Uh Uh-huh. Right now, I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it above, I never ranked episode six, did I? No. I need to write these down. Yeah. So, Empire Strikes Back is number one. Okay. And then I think I went to episode two. Which one's that? The Attack of the Clones. No, that wasn't it. I gotta okay. look them up. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this movie between the original trilogy and the prequels. Prequels, because I think this. I don't think the storyline is as good as the original trilogies, but I think that, like the way it was shot, mm-hmm. just the look of it is better than the prequels. All of which the prequels? makes. Are you coming at me for... (laughs) Yes, I'm coming at you. (laughs) You're coming at me for episode three? Yeah, I am. Fine, we'll put episode three before it and episode one and two after it. So you have four, five, and six. I have to go back and, and look at and remember what my ranking was. Okay. And then I'll let you know next episode. Yeah, we'll establish that next episode. For now, it's between... It's... It's worse than the original trilogy, but better than the sequel trilogy. All right. 
I can accept that. Okay. <laughs> I would put my ranking episode three, Return of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Episode five, mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Then I would probably go episode six, Return of the Jedi. Episode four, A New Hope. This movie. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. As my ranking. I will let you know next episode what my ranking is. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) And it might change from what I said previously, but I need time to think about it. Is a okay. (laughs) I'm not good on the spot. All right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about or discuss? No, I don't feel like this movie offered a lot. I didn't have a whole lot of questions. Ask fair. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It just, it was an okay movie. It's there. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, this one isn't like, it's like nothing to write home about, but I also like don't hate it. Yeah. If somebody turned it on, I wouldn't be mad about it. But if... If you're going to turn on a Star Wars movie, it's not going to be this one. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I'm on my third watch of it is because of this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I've watched the first half three times. Yep. (laughs) So, oh, I did want to note that, what's her name? Daisy, the actor? Daisy Ridley. Yeah. Seeing her out of character, she looks like a full-grown adult. Seeing her as Rey, she looks like a child to me. Which I think works. I just thought it was interesting. That is interesting. That, Because all they do is pull her hair back. Uh-huh. I mean, they throw some makeup on her, but... Huh, just was interesting to me. Because I'd only... I mean, I'd seen Rey, but I'd seen Daisy's face a lot more. So I had this woman in my mind. And then when she took off her face coverings i was like that's a child i think the other thing about that is like i noticed it myself given that we just miranda and i both recently just watched moon knight because moon knight just came out mm-hmm. um just in the like what eight years like eight whole oh, wow. seven years seven. that this movie came out and the actors now like Oscar Isaac or Poe looks significantly younger than he does now. Yeah. So like Daisy Ridley, like she wasn't like young. But she was seven years younger. But she was seven years (laughs) younger. Yeah. Based on what like we're used to seeing now versus what we watched. Yeah. So. Yeah. Poe's hair looked fake to me, but that's because I'm used to his like grayish black hair and not the poof that it was right interesting anyways thank you everyone for joining us (laughs) Uh, thank you everyone for joining us and listening to another episode of our podcast if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with your friends family anyone you feel like you know that would be interested in listening to us talk about star wars uh, post about us on social media or leave a rating and a review Uh, if you don't know 
how or where you can leave a review, you can go to lovethepodcast.com slash Jedi Master Class. And then it will tell you there where you have access to do that. And then to catch the latest from Miranda and I, you can follow us on Instagram at Jedi Master Class Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at Jedi Class Pod. Or email us at JediMasterClassPod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and may the Force be with you.